0: Welcome to Views from the Porch, a lifestyle podcast where we have weekly conversations about some of the biggest challenges young adults face today. Our desire
1: is to use God's Word and our experience leading thousands of young adults at the porch to challenge you, push you, keep it real with you, and walk alongside you as you navigate your defining years as a young adult.
0: For more info on The Porch, visit theporch.live or follow us on social media. And
1: with that, here's this week's episode.
0: What's up, guys? This is David. We are back with another episode of Views from the Ports, joined with the one and only J.D. Rogers. What's up? And Mrs. Laura
2: Eldridge.
1: Hey, y'all. What's
2: up, guys? It's March. It is, and I don't know if y'all have heard, but the world is in a huge debate. About? Mm. Are there more doors doors, or, or, or <laughs> You knew. Or yep. wheels. Are there more doors or wheels in the world? It's, it's trending. Ooh.
1: Listen, here's my logic. If a car, if a, if a house or apartment has like one or two cars... You're gonna have way more doors. So just symbolic of like all the people in the world who have a house or an apartment, there are more doors to car to wheels.
0: I I actually I think it's a really interesting question. It's not what we're talking about today, but I don't know. I I would have said wheels, but only like one percent of the world drives a car, which is pretty crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Or there's
0: very limited.
2: But even like they're just there's so many more. Once you start looking, there's a lot more wheels around. Yeah, than you think. You know, the wheels in the bus they go round and round. Yeah. Um, anyways, we
1: just needed something um a little a little more we mild wanted to show to debate, that we're huh? still
2: um you know on trend, yeah, we're yeah. still relevant. Oh yeah. And I think it's doors. Anyways, okay. Today we are talking about a type. Ooh. What does it look like to have a type? Is it okay in looking for a significant other to say, I have a type. Some people, I think, spiritually cover up a type with, I am um, <laughs> I have high priorities yep. um, or, you know, I have high standards because I'm a godly woman and I don't want to lower them for a man, like all these different things. But then essentially they're just meaning like, I have a type.
1: You yeah. just called it a spiritual cover up. <laughs> uh huh.
2: There are, we, hey, we do that way more than we realize. I love it. I oh, sure. It's such a thing. Oh, we totally do. Yeah. We're like, God told me. Yeah. You know, yeah, just those things. Yeah, totally. Anyways. So, dating topic do people have a type? Yeah. And did God did God give it to you? Like, did God, just like we have a call? Yeah. On, like to a job, do we have like a call to a person, like a type, like that God has like, innately gave us that we're attracted to
0: hmm here's a question (laughs) have you ever met anyone who says they don't have a type
1: yeah i kind of am that girl i ain't got no type
0: there's a rap song (laughs) and that's what they say (laughs) wow Mm -hmm. but i feel like that's even a reflection of like i just have low standards Mm. Oh, no.
1: It's more like, okay, if you look at your dating history, yeah. they're like, okay, so, okay, we'll just, I'll throw myself under the bus. I dated a Mexican DJ. I dated a soccer player. Like, I di- I ended up with a guy who was in church ministry.
2: Okay. You know all what right. I mean? There like you go. Yeah, all across the board.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> I, if you look, I'm the opposite. If yeah. you look at my dating history, uh-huh. I for sure have a type.
1: One million
0: I I hear more people describe that they have a type than that they don't. Whether or not that's right or wrong, it certainly isn't necessarily biblical.
2: But isn't that what dating's for? Yeah. Like, I feel like the more in your 20s that you date, what you're doing is you're saying, this isn't working. This isn't it. Yeah. And we can't encourage people to date if we're not going to then understand on the back end, like, you date to figure out yes or no. And I feel like it's like a funnel. As you figure out what doesn't work, you start to figure out also this part of them worked and felt right. Like I'd want to spend the rest of my life with this part of them, but this didn't. And like essentially you're like putting together this board of experience that's like because of this, that didn't work. But because of this, I liked that. And all the like that's become eventually your type. Type. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but I feel like it's breaking it into different categories. There's like physical type and then like personality type. And I feel like after every breakup, it's always like – um. Oh, no, I just need somebody who, fill in the blank, yep. who is not like that person.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. so we're talking about types. The first thing we probably should hit is you should look not for your characteristics that are your preferences, but what God says to look for in Scripture. I mean, we hit on that all the time. David,
1: are you just saying that because you're a pastor?
0: uh, Well, that's part of it, but it also is because (laughs) that's what God says. So you're going to want to look for characteristics that, you know, some of the go-to ones that we describe for a male, beyond just he's outgoing or he's tall or he's athletic or he's blonde or whatever, is that he is somebody who has character and characteristics that God says are who you should look for in a spouse. He says in Titus chapter 3 and 1 Timothy chapter 2, these are the characteristics that I want to mark the men who lead my bride, which is the church. And so you want to look for somebody who is not quick-tempered, somebody who has character, somebody who's honest, somebody who is truthful, who will be a godly leader. You want to look for someone or a girl that loves the Lord, finds her identity first and foremost in who God says that she is. She tells the truth. Her relationship with Jesus marks her life. And so beyond any characteristics, of course, we're going to say, and then I want to set that up to then move into the bigger, broader, where we honestly may disagree about the type stuff. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's
1: really, that's a really good point though, because one type that we haven't even said yet is the whole like bad boy, bad girl thing, which I feel like that directly talks to it. Like if you have, you keep being drawn to people with character issues. Yes. That's probably something bigger. Yeah,
0: sick. And I think, I think there's, you know, my wife describes how every relationship will bend in the direction of the least uh, mature or least healthy denominator
1: Mm. that
0: you attract, basically, if you're unhealthy, you're going to attract unhealthy, which is why we hit so much on you've got to get right in your relationship with Jesus first and foremost, Mm -hmm. because you're going to end up being attracted to things that God says are really part of your sin nature that's attracting you to that person. They're not being informed by scripture. You want a bad boy, but bad boys end up not being great Husbands, they end up being bad husbands and yeah. and somebody who's quick tempered, who's not patient when kids are screaming in the middle of the night. Some of you, your type are red flags. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's true. and, and You need th- to change. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then when you get in a healthy relationship, I had this conversation yesterday. It feels so stable that you think something's wrong because what you're used to is chaos.
2: Yep. And the thing is, it's what's comfortable and it's what makes sense. So if you're used to getting treated bad you almost are like, man, if a guy's too nice, like, that's not what works for me because I have this, like, crazy pass, and I'm this tough girl that, like, likes the guy that's a jerk to me and so now you're at this bar and if he's not, like, a jerk enough, then you're like, that's not attractive, you know? Totally. And then now you're expecting a guy to literally, like, not show you attention, not be intentional, to treat you like a jerk, to ghost you and that's, like, what makes you go after him even more because you found that attractive. Yeah. That's fun in the chase. It's not fun in the game, like, That person's then going to ghost you 20 years in a marriage to go to someone else. Yes. Because that's what drew you to them.
1: And you're going to end up unhealthy for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. You know?
2: Yeah. Because you're
1: living on the emotional highs and lows of, like, chaos.
2: Yes.
0: What you just said is sometimes godly, especially if you're growing in your relationship with Jesus and it's relatively new— the paradigm shift of godly dating, you'll almost find unattractive, and that's kind of normal. Totally. In other words, if the guy honors you, communicates well, you're going to be like, oh, man, Ew. I don't even know if i like this.
1: He's a nice guy. But
0: that's not because he's not honoring God, and he's not somebody you should consider. It's because there's still sinful ways that you think about dating and about relationships. So they're shocking almost when he does lead you really well. And if that's what you feel whenever somebody's doing that, you're probably not in a good spot to date. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. So here, let's now move into the type thing. So I said Titus 3. It's actually Titus 1 earlier. But to your question of did God give us that type, I don't know that anyone can have a type that is not marked probably by sinful preferences or their experiences in life that sin is not marring in some way. Here's what I mean. You may have a type because you were exposed to pornography at 12 that was a blonde girl. So now you think your blondes are your preference. I'm not saying that's everybody you do, but things can get wrapped up in our psyche. Or your first sexual experience was with somebody who was a girl that looked this way or a guy that looked this way. And you think that's a part of your type, but really it's just a part of the sin experience and part of your journey in life. I'm not saying that applies to everybody. I'm just saying we're all fallen and we're all broken and we all bring— the baggage of our history and baggage of our life into every relationship that we have. So you may want somebody outgoing because you have a uh, wiring that, honestly, you're just kind of not secure unless somebody carries the conversation. So you're looking for somebody to complete you because you're quieter, so you want somebody that's outgoing. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying it may be a reflection of the fact that you're looking for somebody to do what only God can do, which is complete you.
1: Or is that necessarily bad though? You know what I mean? Not like, necessarily. Because I feel like if if there's this compliment that God brings you together to become one, then there's something sweet about that.
0: Sure. That certainly can be the case. But that old adage of like opposites attract and then they attack <laughs> is really true. And, you know, uh, this this
1: happens in every relationship. Yeah. This is a hot take a little bit, but it, it always happens. The thing that you end up liking or that they, like, start liking about you yeah. ends up later, they start resenting that.
0: 100%. Well, often, that makes sense? the thing that attracted you to them becomes something that you don't – you eventually find yourself annoys you about. Yeah. And I think that even Which is just a funny about
1: the whole type thing. Yeah,
2: of sin nature and of types. I think that it doesn't have to necessarily be, like, sin that brought you to your type. I think world experiences. Sure. Um Like, upbringing What you were around as a child. Totally. Because I know, you know, for me personally, (laughs) I have always been attracted to um, darker women. Uh, In my past dating, dated full Nigerian women. My wife now is half Puerto Rican. She has beautiful dark skin. And that's always been since I was a kid. I mean, I grew up on a farm, and I'm like, Daddy, why don't I like any girls from my school?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> but then, I wish I knew you. <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. <laughs> hey, I just pictured you, like, carrying milk that, jugs is, with, yeah. like, cut-off jeans and boots. Like,
2: Daddy. <laughs> yes. But I would go to other places and see darker-skinned women and be like, oh, and, like, even just... Um, the personalities of a person, the humor. Yeah, I instantly felt more connected to a certain type of personality. And one of the biggest bit of advices I got when looking for a spouse was find someone that you can laugh with when you're just simply bored, when you're simply doing nothing. Like that's the stuff that like you're going to be so thankful for, not the high, not the looks, not like someone that you truly can just like laugh with and enjoy your time with. And I personally... In my experiences growing up, always felt myself connecting, laughing with people from different cultural backgrounds yeah. than even I came from. And I always saw that I was like, man, it's attractive to me. The way that we're like getting spicy and we're having these conversations. And like Jenna, one of the first things that ever attracted me to her was I we had we jumped on this phone call because she basically told me no to a date. And I was like, Can we at least talk about this? Wow. And we get on this phone call and I'm an hour and a half in and we are, I mean, clapping back at each other and I'm like, who are you talking, like who do you, th- you don't know me and I'm like doing <laughs> stuff like that and she's like, well, if you are coming after me um, in Arkansas and you have all these girls at the porch, that means that you've either tried them all or you're too picky. Wow. And I was Let's up. go Jenna. Wow. And, I'm like, and I'm like, oh, really? Because I haven't dated in two years and who am I on the phone with right now? Any of them? No, you. And like, I thought, that's how we're talking. Yeah. And, I loved it. That is, and that is so funny. You totally. can't do that with funny. everyone. Totally. You totally. cannot do that with everyone. And so that right there, I was like, huh, I've talked to many girls and that was different. Yeah. And it attracted me to her.
0: But you would say you could make it work with somebody that didn't necessarily have that clap back. I think what I'm trying to say is the types that we get so narrowed in, they have to meet these certain characteristics. Often we don't even know. Like there was a girl on our team named Emily who she wanted to date a like... Guy who was uh, outdoorsy, you know, hunting, fishing, all of that stuff. And she ended up marrying somebody who's the opposite of that, who's like yeah. way into fashion, way into style. Someone that she would say, I never would have thought that this would be the person. And they have an amazing marriage and they're both a godly couple. And my point is sometimes you don't know the characteristics you're looking for or what you think you're looking for. I just would hold it with an open hand, other than what God in scripture says.
2: Totally. I think that where this can come into play is how I viewed it, and you can. Talk back, like you can come back, rebuttal this, but like... Clap back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I personally don't want to marry someone that I just have to make it work. Yeah. Like, I don't want to like, this is the person i spend spent the rest of my life with. Yes. And I'm not like, well, I can make it work. Yes. No, I want to be excited. I want to experience passion and... Like this is the person I'm gonna look at until we are old and great. Yeah. Like I don't wanna just settle and make it work. And so, but I feel like sometimes Christian values say that's what you have to do because the goal is just to find a helper and find um, you know, have children because they're a blessing and yeah, yeah. to to be evangelistic together and That's what I feel like sometimes is the message that's promoted.
0: I think it's a byproduct. You're right. And so the elephant in the room, while that is true, we also live in a free country where you have the choice on who you decide to date. And I think you've got to be willing to say, I want to cherish this person for the rest of my life. And if you were in an environment where there was an arranged marriage, I'm saying the characteristics you should look for are what God says. But because we live in a country where you have the freedom, you don't have to marry somebody just to quote unquote make it work. You probably should have chemistry desire a, a willingness and a want to be with them for the rest Question, of
2: Question really quick I want to translate this over to friendship because I think that all of us have a friendship type that you meet people every single day and there's just sometimes where you meet someone and why is it you're like I want to keep hanging out with you Yeah and you meet people all the time and we're like wow, that person made me laugh different. That person was more of a fun time. That person understood me. Let's go to like, you You. You met 20 people out for the porch, but when you met that person, you're like, let's grab a meal. Let me get your number. Yeah, yeah. That right there to me is like, if you can have a friendship type and someone that you're like, yeah, I met 20 people tonight and I wasn't looking to keep going with any of them, but this person I wanted to keep going with because it, it fit what made me feel good and what made me feel connected. How much more does that not make sense for a spouse?
0: Yeah, I think... I'm not saying that's necessarily untrue. I'm saying a lot of when people say types, they mean really superficial, shallow things. Like not to be coarse, but people will say, hey, I am a um, butt guy or I am a this characteristic yeah. looking thing. Totally. And all of that can be informed by sin. Yeah, if you're totally. saying, hey, I like somebody who I enjoy being with and I have a friendship with and we have a connection with. I think you... Probably should have those things because we live in a country where you're deciding: Do I want to stay in this relationship with that person?
1: Here's where I think we go wrong in the like Christian, uh, like interpretation of what pastors say. I think we we look at the whole like find somebody who's godly and marry them, and think like that they're asking us to, or that Scripture's asking us to find somebody that we absolutely dread. Yeah. And but they have all the you know they check all the boxes of godliness, and I hate being around you, which. Okay, hey, that's a really strong word, but like I don't enjoy you,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And then I have to, I'm forced to marry you, yeah. But that's not really the. I don't think that's really what is being said.
0: Yeah, the the Hebrew word used for wife is often the word of companion or friend. That to your point, JD, a lot of marriage is not. Um, it's not that exciting. You're just sitting around. There's a lot of time, and <laughs> sexual chemistry is a very very small portion of that, and you got to have somebody that you enjoy being with you enjoy having conversation with and more i'm almost talking more about the shallow superficial things
2: so you're saying then you agree there can be a type in terms of personality yeah compatibility like um that it just hits different. Like yeah. I
1: like men who. Well, I like one man now, but before it was like <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just one. Yes, he's my type. But before it was like I don't want somebody that I feel like I can walk all over you.
2: Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. I
1: want like like what Jenna did. He she stood up to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. I kind of want that. Yeah, because I'm I can be a little aggressive.
2: Mm-hmm. Is so, that wrong? Do you agree with that?
0: I don't know if it's right or wrong. I think it's reality. Like, I just think people have those things, and your job is to then go, Hey, is where is this uh, out of a sin experience, or where did I begin to develop this because of something that was broken? How tightly am I holding on to that? Like, let me use your example of uh, what you found attractive on the external because you just said, Hey, I like somebody
1: you are at the farm, more
0: tan, darker <laughs> skin. We use whatever you want. <laughs> There's, sure. a, there's a way in which people have been shaped on what they find attractive. And I'm not saying this applies to you, but I'm saying to, to mm-hmm. all of us in general. Like a person who had darker skin a hundred years or 300 years ago, it was the – you look at Mona Lisa and people are like, dude, that is not a beautiful woman. Yeah, yeah. Because she's so frosty pale. She looks like she's straight out of like a Frankenstein thing. And yet that would have been a picture of beauty back then that in other words somebody having darker skin was not a, a something that was attractive you wanted somebody that was they would put white on their face to look more white or you think of the uh asian practices of shrinking shoes where we don't look today and go oh man did you see how small her feet are that's just weird to us but that was a practice <laughs> yeah. for hundreds of years when you go to asian countries where women would actually try to do that so i i think there's ways in which we have a type or we connect generally better with a certain Personality type, and and right or wrong, it's almost just reality. Mm-hmm. I'm more saying we've got to be careful when we um, we have to know that some of our preferences may have been shaped by our experiences, by the world's standard of beauty, by what the world
2: tells us, and some of our sin. I think yes, I I hear you saying it's it can be a a thing, not the thing, mm-hmm. and the thing is God's word and what it says should be what it, the things that qualify a person to be a spouse. Yes. I I want to go back to the kind of friendship correlation. Yeah. A lot of times the way that Watermark like justifies not forming your own community group is they're like, hey, you don't have to worry about making friends and getting in a group. Come here. We'll put you in a group. Yeah. And they say this line, community is forged, not found. Yes. That is the argument. I feel like sometimes the church presents to this conversation is they're like, hey, you can forge this with a person mm. and not have to go find it. Yeah. And I don't agree. Yeah.
1: But I do think our culture today is shaped so much with personal personal preference. Right. Whereas before, I don't feel like that was really that much of a thing with arranged marriages and, like, even your job, was, wasn't it, David? Was it kind of, like, laid out for you?
0: Yeah. Like, I— I've, like, I mean, uh, 200 years ago, if your parents are farmers, you're farmers. But w- where are you going?
1: But basically, it's like now we have—I'll we. I'll just take America, for example. We have this strong sense of, like, self-individualization, self-actualization. This is my path that I'm choosing. This is what I prefer. If anyone stands in my way, you're kind of against me. Yeah. You know, and then here's what I prefer when it comes to— where I live. Here's what I prefer when it comes to who I hang out with. Here's what I prefer when it comes to dating, right? Yeah. Yep. Jobs.
0: Your question though is more like, hey, uh, we almost present like, hey, chemistry doesn't matter and whether or not you have a connection shouldn't matter. As because long as they have
2: God's return. word says, here's how you love a person in the church and you forge it. You got you to gotta work through the conflict and the things that don't naturally fit. Yeah. You make it work and even if it's not your preference and my only thing about that is even people I click with Quote unquote, I have to forge. Yeah. Conflict comes up. No one's perfect. So conflict comes. All the things that forge you together, every person is a choice. Even if the things that initially attracted me to them, that stuff fades and you have to choose them, even when they're in their sin or you're in yours or they call you out, like you're forging. Totally. And so that's where I'm like, that doesn't mean that I have to be okay with. If I'm going to give these people the keys to my life, my finances, my relationship, my marriage, my, my calling, my sin, I want to trust them. I want to like know them. And like I'm not saying that what we promote is wrong. I personally just have a different look on it. Yeah. Um, and I can see, I do think, though, what I love about that principle is it helps me fight partiality. And it helps me go, I don't want comfortability. So like as long as the people in my group I'm calling out they're calling out like that forging is taking place that's the metric to me yeah. but if it's all just a bunch of celebration and pound your back cuz we're all just besties and yeah that's missing the point of community 100% And I think it's the same with a, a spouse I think the forging it, it's just I don't want people to hear um God's God's type are these things and that's all you should like, focus on, and then make the the make the rest,
0: yeah, make it work. And uh, but I think that's because they have a choice. Like, in other words, if we did live in a society with arranged marriages, I think we'd agree uh, you would look for, or your parents in that day and age would look for somebody that meets the characteristics God says to look for, and you'd get married, and the divorce rate among arranged um, marriages is significantly lower than it is here. Whether or not the marital satisfaction is as high— You know, I don't know. But your point—
2: Does God want us to be satisfied like that in marriage, or did we form that?
0: I think that you want um, to—God says in Proverbs 5 that you and I are to enjoy the wife of your youth or to enjoy your wife. So I think he wants us to have enjoyment in the context of marriage. The Ecclesiastes verse chapter 5 says very similar stuff, that God has given marriage and this gift that you're to experience there. But because we live in America, the point you're emphasizing is sometimes it comes across as we just say, find a godly girl, put a ring on it, move forward, whether or not you like her. And I think that's just unrealistic because you have yeah. to enjoy, you have to have some sort of connection. Use whatever words you want to, chemistry, because you have the freedom to decide to marry them and decide to commit your life to them. I think that's that's a natural part of it.
1: Yeah, the point that I was making— to that, J.D., was really just that, like, I think sometimes we hold so tightly to our preferences that we miss out on other things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like you don't actually know what you need. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't actually know. It. So it's like way back when, when you didn't really have a choice, people found a way to be joyful and happy, right? Sure.
2: Yeah.
0: And, you know, life, it changes. Like your preferences today, you may say, I want this type of person, and then you're 38 someday, and you're like, Oh, eh, I really like this person. I, I want to get married, and I'm, I'm not holding on to they have to have this certain personality characteristic. But point being, I think you do prioritize God's word. The fact that people have a certain attraction, or they're attracted to a certain type of person often, whether it's right or wrong, it, you know, there's probably some of both, and it's a reality, but the thing that you and I are called to prioritize is this person has the characteristics God says to look for. And beyond that, I want to go in saying everything else is really just my preference.
1: Yeah. That's good. That's
0: love good. I love it. We need to wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. All right. Well, that's all I got. Yeah, me too. It's good, y'all. All right. We'll see you next time on another episode of Views from the Porch. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Views from the Porch. For more information about The Porch, follow us on social media or visit us at ThePorch.live. And as
1: always, go in peace and love to serve the Lord this week.